Hello, my gorgeous sister or brother or friend. I love you. Hello. How are you doing? Um, yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. I'm really excited and I just want to say that before we dive in, um, two things I want to let you know. Obviously, you've clicked this episode because you're really curious about the title of today's show and There are some things I just want to let you know about before we dive into today's episode. So the first thing I want to let you know is that, guess what? I am usually not the one who edits my podcasts. So you may notice that this particular podcast episode might have the audio coming out of only one side of your car stereo system, or maybe my voice is only in one ear. Um, I'm going to just say that... We're going to upload this episode now because I personally, I don't know if you're a creative like me, maybe you get this feeling sometimes where like you're just so inspired to do something and you don't want to wait for all the pieces. And I, my whole life, have been absolutely terrible at waiting for anything. So I decided this morning to um, make my warm, cozy drink, light a candle, sit down and have this dialogue with you. And it's going up right away on the on the podcast. So um, don't wait, Lauren, but also apologies to all you guys if the audio is a little bit more difficult to navigate than usual. We will adjust it and we will put it back out there, re-edit it and cleaned up for you so that uh, you have a better listening experience. But for now, what can I say? Sometimes you got to make do, right? Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing I want to tell you, hmm, let me think. Oh yeah, this is going to be a really vulnerable episode. I literally have no idea what I'm going to say. I think that one of my most favorite things to do on the Lauren of Love podcast is to channel conversations um, where I don't really know what I'm even going to talk about. I just know the topic and that's a really fun thing for me, but it's also kind of really scary. So I just want to say that this is like a vulnerable share and I'm, you know, I'm showing up to be vulnerable with you guys and like... Um, please respect my tender heart. (laughs) And also I, I hope that, you know, what I say, um, speaks to you and, and, and allows you to walk more in right relationship with yourself, to be more validated, to be more seen, to be more witnessed, um, not just by me, but by your own inner knowing. Um, a lot of this industry, uh, marketing and branding and sales, Um, is is a little manipulative and uh, manipulative and it can get to this place where we we stop trusting ourselves and so I hope what I have to say is really inspiring to you but it is going to be real and it is going to be super raw. Um, The other thing I want to mention is if you're grabbing this episode for the first time because you saw on my Instagram that this was a conversation you were curious about I want to just say hi and and say this is the Lauren of Love podcast. I hope you stick around. Um, One of my favorite things to do, I always tell people, um, you know, go onto my Instagram and go see the highlight where it says podcast. I've put some of my favorite episodes into a collection. I love doing that for you guys. So here on the show, we talk about all topics, spirituality, plant medicine, self-healing, the coaching industry, um, personal development and expansion. And we also talk a lot about entrepreneurship, you know, because this is where a lot of y'all are at wanting that path. And I've been an entrepreneur full time for eight years, which, of course, we'll talk about in the show. I can't believe it's been eight years full time. That's insane to think. I was scared of of leaving my job and losing my health insurance. (laughs) Crazy. Okay, we got a lot to talk about. Hmm. Finally, I want to mention one other thing in full transparency. Um, it's very early in the morning for me over here. So I'm like a little tender. I'm going to be sipping my warm drink while I'm talking to you guys. So don't mind that. And also the final thing I just want to say is that if you have not signed up yet, I know I'm talking about this, but it's related, right? Like if you're here and you're an entrepreneur, I got to talk about this offer. It's going to be a live class on Monday at 4 p.m. EST. The class is going to be recorded and it is called IG Code. And the IG Code class is all about how to get visible on social media. 
using organic tactics that have worked really well for me that are aligned and intuitive. I'm going to be sharing the behind the scenes of my data. I'm going to teach you guys how to read data and write relationship. And, you know, especially because I think we get really triggered by our audience not growing fast enough and our numbers going down or not getting enough likes. And, you know, this is the wrong way to read data. You're reading data to disempower you. And I'm going to share with you guys, you know, how I've been able to find the patterns, break the code, you know, use Instagram in a way that serves me. And as a result, have been able to grow the community to 12,000 new followers in the last two months. So, you know, if you want to join the ride, learn how, be a part of the conversation, ask questions live, you can join IG code by going to laurenoflove.com. It's like right there on the homepage, the header. Um, you can also go to laurenoflove.com slash IG code. And I'm going to talk about that later on in this conversation because You know, one of the things that I used to get really tripped up and triggered by were people who had a large, large, large following um, that felt, it it almost felt like frustrating when, when you would do more digging and you would realize that their following was actually a cold audience and that most of their visibility uh, was just numbers. It wasn't actually real people, that these were like a lot of ghost followers that people paid for and their account visibility wasn't as organic and truthful and their communities were inflated. And, um, you know, I think that can be really hard for people who are running these average accounts who are like, you know, not wanting to follow this inauthentic way, but also feeling the storyline of like, well, how will people trust me if I only have a thousand followers or how will people see I'm credible if I only have 600 followers on my account? And I've learned how to really break out of that thought pattern and how just how important it is to recognize that um, you are a leader no matter where you are. You are worthy of feeling like a leader no matter where you are. And the codes that I'm going to be sharing with you guys in the IG code course are all about doing it the aligned heart-centered way. So I'm really excited. We're going to talk about content creation. I'm going to show you guys all my video editing stuff, and I'm also going to share how I was able to remove a lot of those ghost follower accounts from my system and give you guys the opportunity to um, just have the connections to get that support as well. So anyway, there's a lot happening, laurenoflove.com slash IG code, but today I want to talk about, I want to have this conversation about the coaching industry, and um, I feel like it just is appropriate it's time. Let's let's dive into it. I'm going to have a sip of my drink and we'll get started. Mm. So I personally feel like there is a lot of uh, illumination happening in the the co- I'll use the word coaching space, but it's like, it's like not coaching space, but it's like not influencer space, but it is coaching, but it is influencer. It's basically this world that exists online where all of these people are trying to make an impact by teaching people how to be a certain way, whether that's like, I'm going to teach you how to be spiritual, or I'm going to teach you how to be healthy, or I'm going to teach you how to be successful or sexually empowered or wealthy. Like, You know, it's this world in the online space of problem solvers and it's a really beautiful gift. I'm a part of this world, right? I love the programs that I run. I run a 12-week group coaching intensive called the HEAL program every year. I run the Wild Wealthy Feminine group coaching program for online entrepreneurs. I have a bunch of digital courses. I have a membership. I have one-on-one mentorship. Like I, I am part of this world. And what I want to say about this, it, because this is really important, I think that in the last couple of years, there's been this very big illumination where people are seeing that this world has some kind of shitty sides to it, right? Like this world, we have seen some shitty things. I was doing a live on my Instagram about this. And if you go back to watch it, I'm in like a neon green shirt, if you need to scroll to find it. And I was talking about this concept, just how like, there were a lot of really, you know, 2019, 2020, I've been doing this before Facebook Live was even a thing, okay? So I've been a full-time entrepreneur since 2015, 
the world was the landscape was very different back then and so i've seen these spectrums and these evolutions of how this world has evolved and in 2019 and in 2020 there was this big surfacing of the shadow and and this is what we refer to as illumination it's like you know i'm in the plant medicine world i sit with ayahuasca a lot i studied with a plant called noyarao and noyarao is a, a tree of light and in this study of shadow work right illumination is the process where you're you're blasting out such love that all of a sudden all the sticky icky gross stuff comes to the front to be looked at to be faced to be recognized to be witnessed to be confronted and so in 2019 and 2020 when the world was doing this on a global spectrum this industry was also going through that and people were experiencing cancel culture right and and people were uh, experiencing cultural appropriation and people were experiencing a lack of respect for the global majority and and then people were experiencing all of these conversations about sexuality and sexual identity and sensuality and women's rights and it was like holy shit all these things are happening and this is all affecting how we feel to be leaders and how we feel as leaders because when the world is going through this high level of intensity and the illumination process is happening so are we and what i saw unfold was very fascinating because what was being navigated in that landscape during that time was really making people feel like they didn't want to be a part of the industry anymore of whether you were a spiritual teacher or whether you were a coach or whether you wanted to be a course creator or a marketer or an influencer or whatever it was people were starting to take this step back because they weren't feeling safe and rightfully so you know there, there was a lot of intensity to navigate there was a lot so Mm. If you um, every time I sip my drink, my drink, I'm gonna go. Mm. <laughs> but it was twelve twelve, so I got excited there. So yeah, okay. So what does this mean? Well, I mean, maybe you're part of the equation too, where you've you've stepped back, you stepped out because uh, maybe you watched people get canceled. Maybe you felt like it wasn't safe to express yourself. Maybe you didn't like the energy that you were seeing on social media and it was affecting your field and you didn't know how to protect yourself and have good boundaries. Maybe you just got tired and burnt out and like other life things became too intense. Okay, right? Like forgive yourself. It's beautiful. Like everybody has their own path. And for me, I stuck around and, and I, you know, at the time, just to also be transparent, 2019, 2020 was my second spiritual awakening. So my first spiritual awakening happened in 2014. I had a spontaneous awakening, a Kundalini awakening in Sedona on the top of Cathedral Rock. And I was in a corporate job at the time. I was on a lot of mental health medications. I was an alcoholic. I was a smoker. I was just not in a good place. And that awakening really shifted me down this path of transformation and growth and expansion that led me to quit my job a year later and and brought me through this really deep path. So I would say you know, plus my grandfather dying in 2012. So I've had like a couple of different spiritual awakenings that have brought me deeper and deeper into this path. And in 2019 and 2020, when all of this stuff was happening in the world, I was going through a really deep initiation and was taking an eight-month sabbatical from my business in Sedona to heal because I was struggling with chronic illness and um, the back end of mental health issues that hadn't been resolved from my trauma that I had been through in my life. So I just feel, you know, I feel called to just share that transparently that like my, my life circumstances took me out. And in that time, there were these certain figures in the space that were beginning to rise and come more online and gain their visibility and their notoriety and when I came back into the space I noticed this I was like you know I never quit my business I was so blessed that 
you know, being able to do this for eight years, I've, I've been able to evolve and adapt and expand and change my path so many times. And that eight months I had sustainable revenue so I could actually like take a break, go get a second home. It was such a privilege, you know. Uh, and then I came home and I integrated back into my life fully healed and designed the heal program and the wild wealthy feminine and all the stuff you see today but it was a crazy trip and when I was gone this was the time where there were there were there was all this kind of darker stuff happening in the industry that when I returned full-time from my sabbatical I was looking at and I'm like this doesn't feel right to me And this is where kind of our conversation is beginning, where we're talking about predatory energy in the coaching space. And this is a really hard thing for me to speak to because I feel like nobody nobody ever has a right to tell somebody else how to experience something that is of a traumatic energy. So like, what I what I mean by that is like I, I was in this ceremony once, this ayahuasca ceremony, and I experienced something quite traumatic with another male who was in the space, and it made me very uncomfortable, and it it was a, a very traumatic experience for me, and and healing all at once. I'm very grateful for it, but it was really difficult when it was happening, and I remember going to a friend and being like, "Am I crazy? Like." I feel like this is what happened, but like, but he's saying this and like, he thinks I'm crazy and like, what's going on? Like, am I making this all up in my head? And my friend was like, you know, Lauren, I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody else except you will understand the energy of what you experienced. And, and I was like, whoa, (laughs) wow, you're right. Nobody else will understand the energy of what you experienced. And so that can be really challenging um, and it, it's hard because in this space where there are many people who are being taken advantage of and there are many people who are getting hurt, there are also many people who are inspired by, motivated, and have gotten results from these very exact people, right? And so maybe you personally have been very hurt by somebody and feel very taken advantage of, but three girls down over there are like, well, this this person changed my life. She's amazing. Oh my God, I love her. And so it can feel conflicting and it can feel really hard to feel safe to be like, this was my experience. This is what happened. And just on that note, I really just want to share something. I want to also be transparent and say that this is something I deeply struggle with because I don't know where I'm I don't know what feels in alignment to to do when somebody who's in my field starts to go into somebody else's field who has this history and this reputation. And I, I love the approach of always giving people the benefit of the doubt. And I also like to remind myself that it's a 50-50 experience where one person may be really inspired and motivated and get huge results working with somebody and another person may be traumatized. Now, to be clear, this is not the standard that we should be holding ourselves to as leaders, but this is something that I see happen with certain people of influence in the online space who are carrying this energy of uh, the predator, the manipulator, right? And it's hard because... You don't want to tell somebody, hey, I heard this or no, you actually, sh- you know, you're, I know you just paid $7,000 to go to that retreat, but I need to tell you what I heard about that from another person, right? I, I can't do that. I feel, I feel it's hard for me, right? It's so hard for me. So I always just kind of sit in silence on those things. And this is my way of speaking to, to these things because I, I can't tell you what your experience is going to be with somebody, but I can tell you what I feel is important to look out for. It's like, for example, I have a course on laurenoflove.com called Plant Medicine 101, and I teach people in that masterclass the things that are important to know and the questions you should be asking in any space that you go to sit with medicine in 
and I can't be like, don't sit with this facilitator, they're bad. Don't sit with that person, they have a bad reputation, right? I, I will definitely say if, if something was dangerous that I don't advise it, but my course, Plant Medicine 101, is like, here are the things you can know so that you can make better decisions as you move through your life. And so this podcast is kind of the same way. And and also too, like my advice might not be for you. Like, you know, I acknowledge that and I take that, you know, totally Um, But this is what I know and this is what I feel. So there's predatory energy out there in the online space. What does this mean? This means that I have seen on a very high and uncomfortable level people who have motivated me in some way and felt really inspiring in some way. I'll be honest. These people are very inspiring. They're very motivating. Um, They're doing something and they're getting a lot of outcome in what they're doing and it's inspiring but when you look underneath the curtain of it what I see is financial manipulation psychological manipulation and spiritual manipulation all wrapped into the tactics of getting somebody into an investment and working with them and I don't like it I don't like it has me you know, has me thinking. So so let me explain this to you. I did an Instagram post on this. It's probably maybe why you're listening to this episode. What, what I have seen is that there are a lot of people who are offering these very, very large, big ticket experiences. And I'm not going to scoff at big ticket mis- uh, experiences. I'm not going to tell you that charging a large amount of money is wrong. That is not what I'm saying, right? My one-on-one containers are several thousand dollars, right? And for a reason, because my my energy isn't isn't is really important to me. I have a limited amount of time. I only work with a handful of one-on-one clients, right? And we hold a really big portal of transformation. Now that also being said, right, this is not the only way to work with me. And I am not going to use manipulation tactics to get clients to fill those spaces. That's where it gets really murky for me. And these tactics, what this looks like is, um, number one, I I think the first thing that I notice is that there's this narrative around uh, certainty and security and safety being, um, I don't want to use the word distractions, but, but the fact that like your your need to be safe is keeping you small. Your need to feel certain is keeping you stuck. <laughs> but like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, don't isn't it okay to have a need to be safe? You know, I was I was thinking about this because in my personal development world, Some of the earliest teachings I received and some of the earliest teachings I actually stood behind were about this concept alone. It was like, hey, if you feel fear, you should be doing it anyway. Fear is a sign that you're growing. It's a sign that you're stretching. And and there's a part of that that's very accurate, but that's a nuanced statement. That's not a blanket truth. And a lot of people are using that in the way that they sell to encourage people to bypass inner knowings of what is in alignment for them. You know, if I go, I'll just, I'll give you an example. Like, if, if someone were to come up to me right now and, and be like, hey, Lauren, there's this really great mastermind and it's going to cost you $50,000 a month and it's for 12 months and um, you should really do it. And I think about the feeling that comes up for me as like, imagine what your life would look like if you were in this mastermind. And the first thing I'm thinking about is like, holy shit, I would never, that's a lot of money, right? That, that I'm not in alignment with that. And to follow up that internal process with, oh, well, if I, if I feel fear around that, then that just means that I'm limiting myself then what I'm actually doing in my internal thought process right there is gaslighting and bypassing bypassing myself. And so 
what that looks like is having these thoughts of like, you shouldn't feel this way. You're actually wrong for feeling this way. And this re- this way in which you are feeling is actually limiting you. So change how you're feeling and change the thought pattern and shift into a more open-minded, abundant perspective. Again, this is like a nuanced study of truth. However, people are using it with a darker energy of wanting to make a ton of money, right? Wanting to make a ton of money. And then we get into kind of this like money worshiping experience where, you know, people are are projecting themselves into the field as like normalizing wealth. But really what it actually looks like is, is money worshiping and like idolizing and almost putting these leaders on like a pedestal as if they're like God and like worshiping these people because they have, it's weird. It's just very weird. And so just to, to recap, what I'm saying is basically there are people out there who are marketing themselves with the tactics of saying, if you feel fearful or if you feel like you can't afford something or if you feel like the money isn't possible, then you're actually just limiting yourself and you're getting in your own way. And I have this this thing, like I'm a woman with a history of trauma. If you've been on my Instagram and if you've watched my about me video that's pinned on my profile, you know a little bit about my story. I grew up and had a lot of sexual trauma, right? I had a lot of traumatic experiences, suicide attempts, eating disorders, addiction, like uh, mental health challenges. I've been through it. And so I have an inherent psychological and physical need to feel safe in my life. And when I don't feel safe, I don't feel abundant. (laughs) I don't feel abundant. Like if I was in a situation where I was making $3 million a month, but I was maxing out all my credit cards and I couldn't pay my bills and it was at, you know, the thick of it, I would not feel abundant. No matter how many things I bought, no matter how many vacations I took, no matter how many places I went, I would still feel unsafe, right? And so this is also like just to speak to this too is that part of being a trauma survivor is that there has been something that's happened in your life that's almost programmed you into the the fact that there's some, and bear with me on this because this might be very triggering for some, there's an idea that I really resonate with, and you might too, that because you've been through trauma in your life over and over and over again, it's almost like you don't really know what feeling safe and peaceful actually would feel like. It feels almost like foreign or weird to even imagine that. And if that's something that's playing out in your psyche, what that also says is that magnetically there is something happening in your field where when you do attract more unsafe experiences and I'm not saying like more terrible trauma but just like more maybe drama fighting with your relationships not knowing if your partner is going to stay or go or um, health challenges or uh, financial issues like all these things are because those patterns of not feeling safe are actually quite familiar and it's almost like not that there's comfort, I mean, there's kind of like a little bit of comfort in that of like, I know this, I know this stressor. I know a str- I know what a stressful life feels like. The idea of a peaceful life really scares me. I don't know what that would even look like. I don't even know who I would be if I was peaceful. Wow, that's really scary. And so there are people who have this magnetic attraction to these intensities in their life. And so they will be more inclined to put themselves in financially pressure-filled circumstances to support that lack of groundedness. And so this is like, you know, I've seen this also. That's crazy to me. I've always thought about doing it, but I've never done it because I teach too many different niches. Like I teach self-healing. 
I guide people in mentorship with entrepreneurship. I'm, I do spiritual guidance work. But like there are people out there who will just drop a mystery offer and they're like, here's this mystery offer for $10,000. I don't know what it is, but come grab it. And um, I think about how how out of alignment that is for me because it's almost like, I, I know this is like a very hard stretch, but this is like people who have gambling problems. You're like feeding into that energy of like, or even like, you know, get it before the price goes up in 24 hours. And then you're like, oh, I got to get this before the price goes up, you know, and then you're, you're feeding into it, right? You're feeding into this suffering energy that exists. So when I see people who are doing those things, it's almost like they're giving alcohol to an alcoholic, right? And when you're putting your marketing out there and you're pressuring people to buy based on this ideology that, you know, if you're valuing safety, then you're suffering or you just don't want it bad enough, you know, and then you, you put urgency on top of that now you're you're preying on people and and you're preying on people's addictive patterns and you're preying on people's wounds and you're preying on people's suffering right and so I don't like it I don't like it and this concept of like psychological manipulation you know that also is just a really apparent thing that's very present where there are are people in um in the field who will claim to be coaches or claim to have these gifts of facilitation but then when they get in a space with people they they bypass people they gaslight people and and what this can look like is like if you're having a feeling that's like really um you know heavier right and and then they tell you that you're wrong for feeling that way or they tell you that you should just change your thoughts or they tell you that you're limiting yourself because you have a bad attitude about what you're experiencing. And and now what we're doing for ourselves again is questioning what we feel. And this is especially true when somebody comes into a container and then they have feelings about that container that the facilitator or the person holding the space doesn't really like to hear right? Like maybe somebody's unhappy with the, the program or maybe somebody feels like they weren't sold to um, in a healthy way. They got taken advantage of, right? And then all of a sudden that person who's like leading the space is, you know, well, you're, you're disempowering yourself because you're having these limiting thoughts, right? And it's messed up. It's really messed up because now we're feeding into, um, this like cool girl club kind of energy and outcasting anybody that thinks differently than us and anybody that feels differently than us. And this is all really destructive and it's all really toxic. And it's really saddening to me because I've heard stories of people who, you know, got uh, got into such deep, stressful situations uh, because they were manipulated into sales, you know. And part for me... Like what you need to know about me and and my business and how I run things is that I'm always learning, right? And I'm always trying to do better. I'm always trying to do my best. I'm not perfect. I'm a human just like you. I make it a point to have low cost offers. So like a lot of my work, my digital courses, and this is something you can do if you're an entrepreneur as well. You know, I, I really, really prioritize having multiple revenue streams Yes, because it's nice for me and I'm, I like multiple projects and I like to talk about multiple things and I have variety in how I lead people, but all, most importantly for people who don't have access, like I have, I have $9 courses on my Instagram and the $9 highlight. I have $24 courses. I have $111 courses. I have $300 programs. I have $1,000 programs. I have $2,000 programs and like all of this is you know, structured in a way that like you can get access and have resources no matter where you are. And I think that that's really very, very important to create for the world because accessibility is limited for people. It is very limited. And, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you right now that like if you're listening to this podcast, there is a aspect of your reality where you are very privileged compared to somebody else. 
Like most of the planet doesn't even have clean water to drink. Most of the planet, people are living in pure poverty. And you're here listening on your phone. You know what I mean? Like take a minute and, and celebrate that. And also like remember that. You know, we're, we're, if you're in this work to really help people and make change in the world, accessibility is a big part of the conversation. And to put yourself in containers that challenge you and make you excited and feel like, you know, these are things I really want. These are things I really need. These are things I'm excited to have. You know, I'm going to invest in this container. That's beautiful. That that's that that is something I don't want this conversation to take away from you. Always be growing, always be improving, always be developing yourself. And put yourself in safe spaces. Right? Put yourself in safe spaces. If you're watching somebody and you are really 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 inspired, when you hear that person talk, but you're not necessarily learning anything, it might be worth reflecting on on what this is for you, right? Are you enrolling in things because you want to have the energy that somebody has, that they're very good at marketing? Or are you enrolling in something because you believe that whatever this thing is, it's going to educate you in a way that you haven't been educated before? And the facilitator, the guide, the mentor is going to hold you in your process. That's different. That's a, that's a different conversation. So to be spiritually manipulated, to be financially manipulated, to be psychologically manipulated, I want to talk about this con- th- these concepts. I know I brought them up earlier, but I just want to hold space to like make sure we're covering spiritual manipulation because this is a very big thing. And there are a lot of people out there who are like, oh... Spirit just told me to do this and I'm doing it. Or like, oh my God, 5D downloads, I got it, you know, and I'm here to share it with you and come buy it for $3,000. Like, this this isn't necessarily enlightenment, okay? Like, it's beautiful to get downloads from the universe. It's beautiful to get the signs and the messages from the universe. And that's something that is accessible to all. But but to be marketing yourself as this in this way... You know, it's um, like false godism where we're now we're like worshiping people who we feel like have all the answers because they are the clearest channel and they have all the money backed to prove it, right? So I think that coupled with financial manipulation is really dangerous. Financial manipulation is when people are And again, nuanced, right? Normalizing, you're normalizing um, wealth. And this is very inspiring to normalize wealth. It's beautiful, right? It's a beautiful thing to show people what's possible. We should all have wealth. It would be beautiful if we all did in this world, right? Freedom, so important. And money is such a tool that allows freedom to exist. And so... We are seeing a lot of people in the online space who are marketing, you know, very financially backed freedom lives. And we see how important money is in our regular lives. And now we really see how important it is because look at her taking all those trips or look at those designer handbags or, you know, look at this expensive flight she just took. And, you know, we're seeing this like high, high level of wealth. And I think there are people who are really doing that in a right relationship way. I do, most definitely. And there's also this other layer of like, 
the component of like sharing how much money other people are giving to you and how much money you are giving to your mentors and like documenting that and showing the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars that are moving in and out of your funnel in your world. And, And yes, we like to normalize wealth and we like to show people what's possible, but this is also a level of financial manipulation because you're showing people what other people are doing and now you feel like other people are doing that I guess I should be doing that too right so here are 20 million people that are paying you know x amount of dollars now look let me be clear like my Instagram code course is running on Monday it's gonna be live it's gonna be recorded it's 47 dollars in my marketing of this offer I did show on my Instagram stories, the this person bought it, this person bought it, this person bought it, this, yeah. Yeah, I was excited. I'm happy. And like, I don't think that doing that activity is wrong. But when it's part of your way constantly over and over and over and over and over again, that repetition of that doing that over and over and over again and seeing that as a consumer over and over and over again makes you believe that this is something that you should be doing and therefore puts you in this state of of feeling more of a desire and a drive to invest in something that maybe in reality you probably wouldn't have invested in. So while I don't think that there's anything wrong with people sharing the excitement of the transactions that are coming through for particular offers, I do think that it's important to be mindful and respectful and to know the power of that and to not overly manipulate. And if you're in a space where you're looking at sales pages or looking at programs, it's really helpful to understand what could and might be a manipulation tactic. But I do have to say that I think that some of these things are on a spectrum with some gray area. And so that's also what makes it confusing because it's hard to see. It's hard to like fully see. So some manipulation tactics that I've, I've seen and witnessed, right? Number one, I have seen people talk over and over again about the the big, big, scary things that they do on a regular basis and how normal it is to spend all this money. It's so normal to spend all this money over and over. Look how normal it is to spend all this money. This is a manipulation tactic to get big tickets. See, I do it. You should be doing it too. You want to be like me? Do this too. Another manipulation tactic is the transactions, sharing the transactions over and over and over again. Um, another way that I see manipulation come through is on the language of sales pages, right? Using language like, you know, touching on these wounds of um, the fear. And if you're afraid, then it's like you're getting in your own way. So you should do this program anyway. Uh, another manipulation tactic is having prices increase on the same product. It's interesting. My husband, he's so cool about this. He he works with me in the business. So we have f- four of us. This is a team of four running the Lauren of Love brand. And um, he, a while back, I was seeing, and this is where it gets tricky too, because like when, when you see the things start to work for people, you think that that's what you're supposed to do too. And so I went to him and I'm like, hey, everybody's doing this thing where like they, they put their product out there and it's there for like, you know, 24 hours and then the price goes up $200 if you didn't get it early. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so weird. Like, why? It's the same value. The value of the product literally has not changed. You haven't added anything to it. You haven't put anything more in there. Why Why are people doing this? And I, I remember at the time, I was like, I really want to do this because it's working. Look at all these people that are doing it. And it's working. And he was really firm. He's like, Lauren, 
we got to stop doing what everybody else is doing. You got to do what you want to do. And this doesn't feel aligned. This feels like it's manipulative. And I really appreciate him for that. And that's why I think conversations like this are so important because it's really, really necessary to have our egos checked. And I have a lot of people in my life that do that regularly for me. And maybe this conversation in some ways is doing that for you too. I mean, look, it's it's really easy to see what works to get the outcomes you want. But in my approach and in my perspective of business, what has actually felt way more in alignment for me, what has calmed my nervous system and what I believe is the reason I've been allowed and able to do this for eight years full time is the deep abiding trust in your relationship with your spiritual connection in the work that you do. Like I'm soul led to my work and I trust that. And so I don't have to feel pressure to make money and I don't have to feel pressure to figure out a way to grow my audience and I don't have to feel pressure to get X amount of students into programs. I feel a very strong knowing that like everything that is right for me is right for me is meant for me is here is now and that's beautiful and I think that for a lot of people they make the the wealth that they are trying to tap into the number one priority in their life and they will do whatever it takes to make something happen and I don't subscribe to that belief because I feel like when you are of the approach that you will do whatever it takes to make something happen you will sometimes do some really fucked up shit to make something happen you know and like that's not cool with me that's not how I want to live my life my my thing like I don't know I don't know who you are or like where you are energetically but my challenge my personal challenge is that when I do things that are wrong I feel like spirit is like really really freaking quick to correct me and that's something that has happened so many times in my life like when I was seven years old and I stole candy from the grocery store I got caught and I had to like go give it back and when I was in college and I um I cheated on some on a like a video editing thing I got caught and I had to like own it and fess up and then when I was an adult on my plant medicine path and I had a moment of being in my ego I got a really strong correction and I, I messed up and I had to face it and it was hard and so I feel like if that's ever been the way that you live your life it's really hard to not walk in integrity like it, it's hard for you to you know do the things that are out of alignment it's hard for you to um, make things work when it's not coming from a heart-centered aligned space and what's really true about this that I've witnessed for a lot of creatives and a lot of empaths that are in really good standing with their service and their heart and they love people and they want to help people and this is all about service to the world, whatever it is that their gifts are, um, there's this interesting paradigm that happens because they're all really energetically sensitive, like maybe you're really energetically sensitive and you see that there are people who are building success but they're doing it in ways that you really don't want to do so for example like maybe there are these certain bro marketing tactics that you've been taught you have to do to build success but that doesn't feel in alignment to you and so you self-sabotage you avoid you don't create consistency and then you tell yourself a story that that's all because you're limiting yourself maybe not maybe maybe it's actually the way in which you're doing things just doesn't feel right and you're not being able to jump into it because it doesn't feel safe because it's not for you right it feels out of alignment and so I think we do need to do a better job of listening to that I I had this with Instagram for a long time um, my my story around Instagram I've been talking a little bit about it because we have the IG code program opening um, well it's it's on sale now obviously but we go on we go in live on at four o'clock on Monday and then there's going to be a replay for sale on the, web, the website you can grab the replay on the website 
So anyway, so I'm talking a lot about Instagram because I wasn't able to grow my account for a long time and I was getting really frustrated. And then there were all of these different other tactics that just felt really off to me. And my team was like, oh, you got to do this. And oh, you got to do that. And I was like, I don't want to do that shit. Like, that doesn't feel good. I don't want to do lip syncing videos all the time. Like every day, twice a day. That sounds awful. Ugh, gross. You know? Uh, and, and so I had to like... I had to really find my own unique path to creativity and to do something that allowed me to show up fully because I was excited about it. And that was about me abandoning the old ways to find my way. And I think that's true in this online space, just kind of circling back to to what we have talked about in the beginning of this conversation where, you know, people who wanted to be influential in the online space took a step back because they were energetically sensitive and seeing all this manipulation and they part of their narrative was like okay so if I want to be successful that means I have to do those things I don't want to do those things and then they pulled back right and so my advice to you as an entrepreneur if you are listening to this is walk in right relationship with your heart right? Please make this work more about your service than your own personal success and and know that your personal success is the byproduct of being in service. It's always going to happen when you put your care for others as a priority in your line of work more than yourself. Obviously, don't disrespect yourself and obviously make space for yourself and put yourself first as like your own first client, but you get what I'm saying, like in the game of business, right, your your whole reason for doing this is about helping the world, right? Um, and then another thing to do is to look at like all of these limiting icky things that don't feel good to you to receive and consciously choose to say no and do something different. You don't have to make the story that says this is the only way to grow and this doesn't feel right to me and so therefore I shouldn't be in this world. No, take a minute, take a step back, find the way that works for you, find your heart, walk in your truth, and and just, you know, make good decisions. Like, and, and I can't tell you what those decisions are, and, and you're going to learn along the way, right? Whether you're a consumer of the coaching space or you are actually an entrepreneur, you will learn along the way. But always remember that this, this world... Um, <sighs> This world is beautiful. The healing world is beautiful. And just like everything else, it also has a shadowy side. And we have to do better at not indulging in those games and not allowing those things into our field and um, making more conscious choices. So I hope that whatever I shared today Uh, validated you or helped you or allowed you to be seen I hope this was informative if this is something that you did listen to and you got all the way through I'm going to ask you to take a screenshot and share it on social media and tag me at Lauren of Love Um, I would just love to know who you are I would love to connect with you I always get so inspired whenever I see conversations from our community in my DMs on Instagram at Lauren of Love So take a screenshot, share, leave a review, please. Also, yes, leave a review. That would make me so happy. And um, the final thing is just remember IG code is available for sales. So that's laurenoflove.com slash IG code. And this is just my reminder to you in all the ways to walk your own path and to never do something that feels out of alignment and unsafe to you. Okay? Okay. Have a beautiful day. I love you so much. Take care.